time this morning? How many of y'all want to have some fun this morning? Now look, it's okay. It's okay. It's legal. It's legal. You, you know, sometimes I, I, I've been around some folks that think that the, 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 the more bored you look or the more serious you look or the more mean you look, the more spiritual you are. I got one thing for that. There is no scripture for that. Say amen. Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full, full. Some of y'all, I know this is going to come as a surprise to you, but it's, your face will not break if you smile. Amen? Let's all try it. Let's all try it. Come on, smile. Let me, let me see the pearlies. Come on, come on. Come on now. Here we go. Up in the balcony. Up in the balcony. Oh, yeah, Kim. I see. There we go. All right. Alan. There we go. All right. All right. Everybody smiling? Everybody smiling? All right. Turn with me to Matthew chapter number five. Now, I'm saying all this because some of y'all, y'all, little, y'all look a little serial this morning. Amen? A little serious. Uh, we're we're going to, this is going to be a really, really practical message this morning. Really practical. We're not going to dig. We're not going to get deep this morning. Uh, uh, we're going to stay practical because we got a plan. I, I, I'm telling you, I am very, very excited for what God is doing in this place. I'll be honest with you, there, there's been a period of time that, that I've gone through in the last little bit uh, uh, after the, the house caught on fire and the different things that we had going on in our lives. And, and I, I, let myself, I let myself mentally get run down. And, and I went through a tough time. I mean, a real tough time. But man, God has, he, he is bringing me, has brought me out of that. And I'm excited again. I am seeing things again. I'm seeing vision again. And, and God's kind of laying things out. And we're going to talk about some of that today. I'm so excited about all those that signed up for the, uh, the discipleship book, our continued book, man. That is going to, I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. It's going to be such a blessing and an encouragement, building up our people, discipling. But how many of you know that knowing stuff ain't enough? For you teachers in here, let me change that. Knowing stuff is not enough. I usually get in trouble saying ain't. Ain't's not a word, but anyway. All right. We got to put this stuff into practice. We got to put this stuff into practice. It's not, uh, you know, just knowing some scripture. The Bible says if we're, if we're just hearers of the word and not doers, we're really fooling ourselves. We're supposed to be doers. Say that with me. We're supposed to be doers of the word. So let's, let's jump right into this thing and, and see what God has for us today. Matthew chapter 5, Matthew chapter 5, verse number 14. Verse number 14. When you get there, say amen. amen. What's that first word? Uh, look at your neighbor and say, ye or the ye. Yeah, it's ye. He is talking to ye. <laughs> that means us, the one standing beside you. He's talking to the word, the Christian, the believer, God's children. If that makes sense, say amen. amen. Now watch what he says. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Now, now read verse 16 with me. Everybody together in concert. Let your light so shine before men. 
that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Let's read it again. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Father, thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for the, 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 the worship this morning. Lord, I... I, I I am still stoked about all them kids trusting you and believing in you. You said train up a child in the way he should go, Lord, and that's what we're trying to do. I pray that you'll honor all those youngins. I pray that you'll touch them, put a hedge about them, bring them along their life, their discipleship walk with you. I pray that you'll develop them, strengthen them. Lord, let them be superheroes of the faith. I pray that your perfect will be done today. Help us now. Don't let us do anything we're not supposed to and don't let us forget something we should. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 You may be seated. You may be seated. You say, why do you, why do you focus on them youngins so much? Because it's better to build children than try to rebuild adults. Amen. And all God's people say it. Amen. amen. Now, now let, me, let, me give you a couple, let me give you a couple preview verses, and then we'll just jump into verse 16. We're going to take the points out of verse 16 and, 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 and the message out of verse 16. But before we get to that, I want to read just a couple of things that's spoken about Jesus, okay? How many of y'all know Jesus is the hero? Jesus is the reason. Jesus is our hope of salvation. It's all about Jesus. We're supposed to think like Jesus, be like Jesus, act like Jesus. Amen? Amen. This side's strong. This side, y'all got to tighten up. Y'all a little weak over here. I need to hear you. Amen? Let's show them how to do it, y'all. Amen. Amen. All right, all right. How about the balcony? Amen. All right, all right. Here we go. Now watch this. Now watch this. This is, this, is, this is all about Jesus. John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Now we know according to verse 14, the Word there is Jesus, right? The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, right? So we're talking about Jesus here. Now watch. In Him was life, and the life was the, the light of men. So there's that word, light, light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for witness, to bear witness of the light, capital L, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, talking about John Baptist, he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. So what does it say? When Jesus came into the world, he came as the light, right? He came as a light. Light has shined in a dark place. This world was in a dark place. This world is a, in darkness represents sin, where it represents a, a, in a bad way. And the light has shined in the darkness. Say amen. amen. Now watch what he goes on to say in John 8, 10. This is Jesus speaking. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. If we follow him... We're going to have the light of life. Why? Because he was the light of the world, he said. Now watch John 9. That's John 8, 10. This is John 9, 4. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. Now watch here. Here's a, here's a significant verse. Here's a significant verse. As long as I am in the world, 
Let me say that again. As long as I am in the world, who's speaking? Jesus. Jesus is speaking. As long as I am in the world. Now, is Jesus in bodily form on this earth right now? No. But was he? When he is speaking these words, he is walking in the flesh. All right? He is walking in the flesh with his disciples. And then he says this, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Y'all with me? But watch. He's no longer in bodily form in the world. He ascended, Acts chapter 1, you remember? He told them, uh, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, Acts 1, 8. And, and ye shall be witnessing to me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Uh, he, he said, a cloud comes down. He steps on the cloud. The cloud ascends into heaven. The angel said, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? The same one that left, he's going to come back in the same manner. So Jesus in bodily form is not here. But while he was here in bodily form, he was the light of the world. Everywhere he went, even in the darkest places, even in the darkest situation, even in the tomb, even in the graveyard, even where death has taken over, he was the light. Say amen. But he's not in this world anymore. Bodily. Bodily, right? Now watch what he says. Now watch what he says. Let's go to our text, Matthew 5. What's that first word? What's that first word? Now he said, while I'm here, while I'm here, I am the light of the world. He said, but I'm going to go, and i got to go back to be with the Father. I'm going to go prepare you a place, but when I go back to be with the Father, now ye are the light of the world. Ye are the light of the world. Say this with me. Let this little light shine. Right? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. See, I can do it, son. Right? Isn't that what we're supposed to do? Man, we learned that as a little kid. I remember learning that when I was a little old bitty kid and I really didn't get the gist of it and understanding of it. I just thought it was a cool song to sing and sometime they'd give us a candle which was dangerous <laughs> for little people, amen, especially little people that like fire, amen. But the concept and the truth is, is so powerful and so important. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm so jacked up right now. I'm so excited about what God is doing. I, I, was, I was driving down the road, uh, man, just thinking about God and his blessings and how good God has been to us. I had tears dripping off my face yesterday and uh, thinking about not just all that God has done, but what God is fixing to do. Now, in order to do that, though, in order to do that, though, God's going to have to bust some bubbles this morning. Because some of us have the wrong concept about this whole Christianity thing. Wrong concept. I'm afraid many of you think you're Christian, but if the truth be known, you're just really religious. And religious is dangerous. Being religious, I, I love the way people term it. Oh, so and so, he got religion. 
He got religion. This is not about religion. And this is not about being religious. It's about letting my little light shine. It's about being Christian. Let me give you three points, and then I want to I give an illustration. Can we do that? Say amen. amen. All right. Uh, uh, we've got some plans. We've got some plans at Temple in, in the next, next few weeks coming up. We're going we're gonna to make a big impact, a big impact. But I want you to answer this question. <clears throat> I want you to answer this question. Before we go into the, the points, answer this question. All right. Uh, if Temple, if Temple ceased to exist today, Right? If Temple ceased to exist today, would Coleman miss us? Don't answer that. Now, we'd like to say yes. We'd like to say yes. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Before you answer that, we all can see the influence Temple has. So let me change the question a little bit. Let me change the question a little bit. This is not temple. This is just a building we hang out in. You're temple. You're the church. We didn't come here to meet with God. You brought him with you. If you're saved. Right? So let me change this. Let me change this. Since you are temple, if you cease to exist as an individual, would Coleman miss you? Because of your impact, your influence, your contribution as the body of Christ in Coleman, would Coleman miss you? It's easy to say if temple didn't exist because there's a lot of people doing stuff. And you get to tag in that because you're here and by association you're a part of the church. So you get to claim. But if you were the only templeite in Coleman and you cease to exist, would Coleman miss you? Not just Coleman. Wherever you happen to be. Hartzell, Decatur, uh, uh, Aniana, Anis, wherever it is that you, you, you with me? That changes everything, doesn't it? Now let me, let me give you three points and then we'll, we'll show you what we're trying to do. Number one, <clears throat> letting our light shine. Letting our light shine. First I want you to see this, the placement of the light. The placement of the light. Look at me. Look at me and say that with me. Everybody say it. All right. Does the Bible say? Look. Look. Let's go back to the verse. Let's go back to the verse, and we'll we'll go up one. Go up to fourteen. Year the light of the world. Now, can we all agree that that's us? Can we all agree on that? That's us, right? We're, we're the ye. Year the light of the world. A city that is set on a cannot be hid. He's making a point. He's making a point. The placement of the city is in such a way that it cannot be. You are going to see it. Right? Look in the next verse. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a 
on a candlestick where everybody can see the light. The whole point of the light is visibility. If the light is not creating visibility, it's useless. It is worthless. It is no good. Are y'all with me? Now here's the thing. The placement. Watch this. Let, now here it is. Here it is. Let your light so shine. What's the next two words? Come on. Say it again. Before men. Before men. I want to I I bust some of your bubbles here this morning. That's not meaning in here. That's not meaning in here. Before men is not talking about in here. It's talking about out there. In other words, is your light, your witness, your walk, your praise, your influence. This whole chapter is about influence. It's talking about the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Is your influence visible in the community that you live in, that you work in? That, are y'all with me? Is it visible? That's the place. That's the place. But then we see the practice. Let's see the practice. Let your light so shine. What's that? Two words. Before men. That's the placement. That's where we're, that's where we're to do it. And then it says, so that they can see your good works. Your Come on, everybody. I'm, I'm losing you. I'm losing you. I know that first, that first little deal was hard to swallow, but we need to hear it. You can't just say, oh, I'm temple. While every, they're, they're so other, uh, you know, temple. It frustrates me when you have sacrificial people who are given to a missions program and given to this and given. I, I'm going to just use the illustration to, to kind of prove my point. There was a project, there was a project that Bethel Baptist Church was trying to endeavor and my, my dad was trying to encourage our people to get done and to get finished. And there was an individual that fought it all the way. Oh, we shouldn't spend that kind of money. We shouldn't waste this. We shouldn't. And it was something that was desperately needed. And, and we shouldn't do it. Just fought it all the way. I mean, all the way. But they got it done. You move with the mover. Say amen. You don't, you don't determine what you do by critics. You, you, you get the job done. You do what you need to do. And, and so they got the job done. It was finished. And, man, they're celebrating this thing. And, 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 uh, and this guy walked up with a visitor. Dad was standing there with some other men there. And the guy said, look what we did. Now, if I was a deacon, I'd have punched him right in the face. But as a pastor, we can't do that. Amen. Do you all see the point? You come and you don't give and you don't get involved and you don't do anything but just come and receive. But then you want to, hey, look at us. But if you were the only Templeite and you cease to exist and your influence cease to exist and your impact cease to exist in this, would Coleman miss you? That's, that's deep, isn't it? All right. Let's swim back to the shallows a minute. Y'all are choking on that. What are we supposed to let? What are we supposed to the practice? Good works. 
Some people think that letting your light shine means you got to get a big old Bible about this big and go get you a soapbox and put it on the corner of, of Main Street and say, everybody, you're going to hell. And be a street preacher and, you know, no. You know what that means? You know what a good work is? Let me give you the, the Greek definition of good work. A good work. <clears throat> a work that's good. <clears throat> Right? Mowing a widow's grass. Helping somebody open a door. A good, this is not complicated, guys. We try to make this spiritual and, and, and real deep and real complicated. It's not complicated to be Jesus. Just love on those that need loving and help those that need helping and encourage those that are da- Are y'all with me? Let your light shine. Are you, are you attractive? Now, I don't mean works. I mean, excuse me, looks. That's not what I'm talking about. Not in this building. Say amen. We're going to leave that alone. I'm talking about leadership, y'all. y'all I don't know what y'all, y'all purdy. Y'all purdy. Purdy as a speckled puppy. I'm telling y'all purdy in here. I'm talking about does people want to be around you? Is your, your life and your light in such a way that you attract people? They want to be with you, be around you. They love hanging with you because you're the type of person. Do you know Jesus was that way? Sinners loved him. It was the religious folk that didn't like him. I mean, they crowded around. You know why? Because he loved them. He helped them. He, watch this now. Watch this. This is going to blow your minds. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he served them. I tell you what, I'm going to dress up as this Halloween. I'm going to dress up as a job and scare some of y'all to death. Because <laughs> you don't mind being served, but you don't want to do no serving. But you know what Jesus was? A servant. A servant. Just good works, just serving. You mean to tell me I can make an impact just by serving? Jesus washed 12 guys' feet, or 11, yeah, 12 guys' feet, and we're still talking about it. Serving. We can make an image. See, here's the the problem. Now, I grew up in church my whole life. I grew up in church my whole life. I'm a preacher's kid. I'm qualified. I'm qualified to say what I'm fixing to say, so if you got your feelings on your shoulder and you're really easily offended, you're in the wrong church anyway. But I'm qualified to say what I'm fixing to say. Most communities see the church as a place where the church is always leeching off of the community. Where the church is trying to get free stuff and they want everything donated and all this kind of stuff. And the the community doesn't see the church as something that's contributing, but it's something that's consuming. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. But what if we change that whole misconception? The church is not supposed to be a consumer of the community. The church is supposed to be the biggest contributor of the blessing of the community. And are y'all with me? But we can't do that unless we're willing to serve. It takes serving. I love when people say, I tell you what, I think Temple ought to do. And they won't do nothing. 
That's the same crowd that's always wanting somebody else to do something they think needs to be done. When somebody does that to me, and I'm going to just forewarn you, when somebody comes up to me and says, Preacher, I tell you what, I see a need over here. I think Temple needs to do something about it. I said, you have my permission. Because you're Temple. Go ahead, man. Mow the grass. Fix the gutter. Change the tire. Meet the need. You have my permission. You're the church. But most of the time, that's not what it is. They just want somebody else to do something they're not willing to do. I don't like that. There's a bunch of other churches you can go to. You don't have to come here. Maybe I'm feeling a little too good this morning. Amen. (laughs) Hey, this whole thing's changing, guys. We're becoming disciples. We have, we have grown and we have seen people come. We have filled the chairs and filled the pews till we got a monstrosity of a building and two services. It's time to develop an army. And you can't be a soldier in the army if you're a sissy. We're going to serve. We're going to grow. We're going to learn. We're going to make an impact in Coleman, so that if we ever did cease to exist, they're going to have a month-long funeral over our ministry. And all God's people say it. I got to hurry. <clears throat> I got some stuff at the end. The place, the practice, good works, right? Serving. It means an act of love. That's what that is, an act of love. What is good works? An act of love. What is an act of love? It's you do it because you want to, not because you have to. Man, there's some marriage enrichment I can put right there, but anyway. Number three, it says, let your light so shine before men. Before men, that's the placement of the light. It's a place that's visible. If they can't see what we're doing, we're not doing right. Amen? That they may see your what? Good works. Good works. That's the practice. But then look look at the purpose. This is the last one, the purpose. Now, when we go out in the community, when we go out in the community and we serve and we influence our community, we impact our community, what is the, what is the goal? What are we after? Do, do, we want, do we want people, we want people to hit up social media and say, Woo, look at Temple. Or look at so-and-so who goes to Temple. Mm-mm. You see, serving is not for the purpose of promoting the servant. Serving is not for the purpose of promoting this church. If we do it right, they're going to say, Woo! What a God. They're not going to say, Ain't temple good? They're going to say, Ain't God good? Because everything we do, we keep pointing to Him. Keep pointing to Him. We're not here to promote temple. We're not here to promote each individual. We're not here to promote individualism. We're here to promote Jesus. I'm mowing your grass because Jesus sent me to love on you today. I'm fixing your gutter because Jesus is not here. I'm here in bodily form for Jesus. I'm an ambassador of Jesus. And Jesus is doing the thing today. That they may glorify your Father which is in heaven. 
Now, don't you understand that the Bible says whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God? Do you know why he said it that way and used eat and drink? Because you have to do that. That is the very minimum basis of life's existence. If you don't eat, you'll be malnourished and starve to death. If you don't drink water, you will be dehydrated and you will die. You have to eat and drink. And what he's saying in the very basic necessities of life, you are to give God glory and thank God whether you have, listen, water to drink or whether you have a Diet Coke, whether you have bread to eat or a filet mignon, it doesn't matter. God deserves all the glory for what you have. And everything we do, we're to make him look good. I was riding down the road yesterday listening to a song called, Lord, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. You were my friend when no one cared. I was alone, but you were the, somebody saved me. I'm telling you, I ran over squirrels and ants and everything else. I was subjected. I had tears in my eyes. I was so excited for what God's done for me. I drove by this property. And I remember the first time I drove by and seen what we have and I see what God's done now. Lord, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. Does the community know that? Church say amen. Now here's the deal. This is where we got it all messed up. I need nine or ten people over here from this side. Come on, nine or ten people. Seriously, show enough. Come on over here. This ain't a trick. Come on, Junior. Come on, nine or ten people. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I need one more. One more. Maybe two more. Two more. There we go. Two more. All right, that's, that's good. That's good. Here we go. Did I count right? Is that ten? Is that ten? Y'all, y'all come over here. That's right. All right. All right. I need about 20 people over here. Come on. Come on. Hurry, 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 hurry. Hurry, hurry. I only got a few minutes. Hurry, hurry, hurry. 20 people. Come on over. Come on over. All right, Nicky Joe. All right, come on over here. Come on over here. Yeah, come on over here. Pile up over. Yeah, you'll work. You'll work. Come on over here. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, gather up. Everybody. Yeah, that's it. All right, all right. Don't get too far over here. Come on over here. Gather together. I know y'all don't like getting bunched up there. Now, y'all spread out too much. Get on over there, man. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Just like in the, in the stands or something. <clears throat> All right. Now, here's the deal. Here's the way this works. This is the church. This is the world. <clears throat> I bet y'all think for y'all volunteer next time. Amen. <laughs> this is the saved. <clears throat> These are the sinners. Amen. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. This is the way this works. Matter of fact, y'all come back here a little bit so these guys back here can see y'all. All right. Here's, here's where we got it messed up. Here's where we got it messed up. To some of y'all in here, the extent of your Christianity happens in these four walls. The only time you think about God is when you get here. You clock in and you clock out. And you think you're being Christian by showing up. And you think you're doing God a favor because you're, all right, I'm going to try to make it this morning. Hope God's happy with me. 
And that's the only time you think about anything righteous or Christian or anything. This is, this, that's not it. You missed it completely. Sunday is a pet rally to get you ready to come do your thing. You see, Sunday morning service over here, this is the church. This is where we get excited. This is a pep rally where we get motivated and energized and inspired to go out here and serve these people and be a light to these people to kick the devil in the teeth. When you leave the house of God... You should have this mentality. What a better, the devil better watch out today. It's a pep rally. So with that being said. <laughs> oh boy. Really? What's y'all's problem? I don't know what the. They're just pom-poms, people. Color is insignificant. <laughs> oh, I got one more. Did I miss somebody? I got two more. All right. How many of y'all have ever been to a pep rally? Come on, get with me, people. How many of y'all been to a pep rally? Let's see what y'all got. <laughs> How many of y'all believe they need a little help? Come on now. How many of y'all believe they need a little help? All right. Let's help them. Let's help them. Got a little video to help us now. Uh, look at there, boys. people say it. I told you if you're too tight this morning you're going to be bad shape today. This is what it's all about guys. You don't come here to do your Christian thing. You come here to get motivated. My dad used to say it this way to get fueled up. How many of y'all know that your battery you're the light right? How many of y'all know that this world will drain your battery? 
when you're operating in this dark world and you're shining your light as bright as you can, man, the wickedness that's out there, the Bible says because the, the wickedness abounds, the love of many shall wax cold. Your light will get dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. That's why you need to wake up early on Sunday morning and say, I'm going to get plugged in. I'm going to get charged up. I'm going to get motivated because this world needs to see my light. Let your little light shine. Yeah. That's pretty good stuff. Woohoo! Now don't be taking my pom-pom. Send them right down here. Amen. All right. Hey, give all them a hand. Didn't they do good? Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Nicky Joe said he liked them colors. Amen. See, that's what it's all about, guys. That's what it's all about. Let me, let me tell you this. Now, I'm going to be serious. I'm going to be serious a minute. So, so, so look at me. This is so important. This is so important. If the extent of your Christianity consists of what you do in these four walls, let's just be honest. You're not a disciple. You're just religious. This has just become a habit. It's something that you do on Sunday because you're supposed to. Come on, look at me, God. Don't worry about them. I'm going to explain them in a minute. Look at me. If we go back one verse, we'll read about salt. Salt. You're the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. But he says something very scary about the salt. If the salt loses its savor, in other words, it loses the ability to influence what it touches. You see, salt is a, is a retard. It retards corruption. And it holds back. But if it ceases to be able to do its job, and that is influence whatever it touches. This is what the Bible says. It is good for Guess what? If you claim to be a Christian and you're not influencing those around you for Christ, if they are not being able to see Jesus in you, if you're not letting your little light shine, if Jesus is not visible in your actions and in your words and in your behavior and the influence you have on others, you are good for Let's be a light. Let's change that. Hey, we're already signed up, man. We're going to be discipled. We're going through this discipleship book. But now we're going to create an opportunity for you to let your light shine. My job, my job as your pastor is to inspire you. How many of y'all are glad you came this morning? All right, all right. My job is to inspire and to motivate, watch this now, and create opportunities for you to grow, mature, and develop, Ephesians 4.11, but then to create opportunities for you to let your little light shine. 
And so we, we've got this, this, this created opportunity with our discipleship book where we can grow and learn and mature, right? Now we're going to, we have created an opportunity. We've got friend day coming up. And we're going we're gonna to do an all-out blitz in our community. All-out blitz in our community. All right, guys? Who's going to go first? Andrew, you going to go first or Dustin, whoever? Here, here is where you can step up and get involved. All right, Brother Dustin. Give Brother Dustin a hand. All right, so the first event we have is coming up this coming Saturday, September 8th. Um, it's at Heritage Park. Here's a little video in the background here. But we're going to be uh, set up at Heritage Park for the opening of the soccer season. There's about 500 kids, 600 kids that go, and they're going to be playing that Saturday. So what we're doing, we're going to the park. We're going to set up a bunch of inflatables, have a tent for information. We're just going to love on the kids. We're going to have them the opportunity to jump on inflatables and have a great time. So we need people to help with that for setting up, uh, for making sure the kids are safe as they're jumping, and at the same time to invite parents and family members to church. Um, there's going to be thousands of people there on opening weekend. It's going to be a great opportunity to reach a lot of kids and to show the community we do care and we do love them and we want to be there for them. So that's going to be this coming Saturday. So at the end of service, we're going to have sign-ups outside uh, in each foyer. Just come by and find the, tent, the, the sign that says Heritage Park if you want to help us with that event. And this is the only sports-related event we're doing. So if you like sports, come sign up for mine because we're going to have a great time with a bunch of kids. All right? One more time. All right, it's uh, Heritage Park. It's opening weekend of the soccer season for the kids. So it's from three-year-old kids, two-year-old kids, all the way up to 19-year-old kids. So it's going to be about 600 kids. Uh, it's going to be at Heritage Park on the 8th. That's next Saturday. We're going to have shifts, so you only have to work a couple hours. We start at 8. Uh, the first is from 8 to 10. The second one's from 10 to 12, and then from 12 to 2. So we ha we'll be able to break out your day. You won't have to be there all day. It's going to be a great time. All right. Go ahead, bro. Okay, um, Josh and I do this together. He's supposed to be the one up here because they know I don't like being up here on stage, but he is teaching class. So we have two events that we're doing. On the 14th, we will be at um, the, not the 14th, the, come on, buddy, come on. He's got my back. <laughs> hey, how's everybody doing? Oh, so I'm, I'm upstairs, and I got live stream pulled up, and I'm like, hey, just tell me when I'm supposed to go down there. Dust, my, my helper up there goes, Dustin's on the stage right now. So I sprint down here. Uh, anyway, we are, I'm, we're very excited about this, and uh, the first event that we're going to have is what we call Second Fridays. Uh, the, uh, the community puts this on over near Depot Park, and it's the second Friday, which is the 14th. Uh, we're going to need several volunteers. Basically what we're going to do, and we're still working out the details on this event, trying to figure out what's going to be the best. That we've we've came obviously when you do something, try to do something great for God, you just run through a lot of loopholes, a lot of issues, kind of thing. And so that's what we face. But uh, kind of where we're at right now is trying to set up right around that area. What we'd love to do is set up our inflatables, just let it be a fun event for the children to come out to be a part of. But we have some costumes. We're going to uh, dress some of our volunteers, hopefully dress some of you up. And just really it's going to be a great time to just interact with some children, interact with some of uh, the community members, and just get our name out there. We're going to be passing out some stuff to the children and to the people around. Uh, so what we're going to need is we're going to need some people to help set up uh, in that event. We're going to need some people to, to actually dress up. Uh, to hand out information, to help us to clean up, put up, 
Anything else that you can think of? That, that's going to be about it. Uh, yes, and boys and girls, old and young, just whatever. And, and for my age, uh, the kindergarten through fifth grade, and even Mindy would probably say the same as long as, you know, they have um, guidance and somebody there with them, is we, we want the children to be a part of this as well. We want this to be an opportunity for them to serve and them to help out. And then while, obviously while they're watching you serve, that helps give them a servant's heart as well. So uh, young, old, male, female, uh, but this is a great opportunity. Second Friday would be uh, what we're talking about this one. All right? Uh, no, I'm doing that after him. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to make this quick because we're, we're short on time. Um, can you tell? Depot Days. This is my hometown my, where I live in Hartsel. Um And, guys, there's one thing that Hartsel does not have. Do you all know what it is? Temple Baptist. Um, there's about a dozen families that come from Hartsel to Coleman. It's only a 25-minute drive. I can be here quicker than you can go to Hansville, okay? So it's not a long drive. But anyways, what we've got at Depot Days, we're going to be setting up. There's over 20,000 people that come down the streets of Hartsville that Saturday, September the 15th. That is 20,000 opportunities for us to give out an invite and to be a friend to, to at least one person. Uh, there's several things that draws people here. You got the, the booths, you got crafts, keep going through the pictures, if you will. Uh, you got a car show that's there. This is just stuff that gets people out. Uh, you have a tractor show. You even got one of our own celebrities, AD, that's usually there for a tractor show. Um, so as you can tell, there is plenty of opportunity. We're going to have a booth set up. We're, the first part of the morning, we're going to have hopefully some of you guys dressed up in characters. Here's my thought process. Get the kids in there, get them a picture with a superhero or a, another character that gives you an opportunity to talk to the mom or dad and say, hey, I go to Temple Baptist, I would love to see you September 30th for a friend day. Uh, that afternoon, we're going to have another um, uh, different thing going on. We're going to have balloon animals being made, just another opportunity to draw the kids in and to give the parents an invite to come. So um, we're going to have this in shifts. There's three shifts. You can work the morning shift, the, the midday, or the afternoon. So please sign up. If it's not for Depot Days, sign up for one of these other events. You won't regret it, I promise. All right. If you know me very well, I'm Jeff Roberts. I'm the Missions and Outreach Pastor. One thing I love is cutting-edge stuff, new ways to do things. That's not true. Um, <laughs> but, but some things are irreplaceable. You cannot reinvent the wheel on some things. In the book of Acts, it talks about how that they went house to house. In, in the Gospels, Jesus sent the disciples out two by two. And on September the 23rd, we're going to have door-to-door Sunday. And what that'll be is we'll, we'll meet after the second service. We'll feed you lunch. So that's worth coming for right there. We'll have lunch. And after lunch, we'll have a short training time, pair people up. We'll give you some invite cards and a section, a neighborhood, a place to go, and just go house to house, knocking on doors, handing out invite cards, and trying to be a blessing to people in the community. That's September the 23rd. We'll meet after the second service for lunch, and uh, it'll be a great time, and I hope you'll be a part of it. Thanks a lot. All right, round two. Uh, September the 29th is a fair parade here in Coleman. Um, if you don't know what that is, I have no idea where you've been for the last little bit. But uh, there is a literal parade that goes down 31 right in the center of Coleman. Uh, this is kind of the introduction to the fair that comes in, but it's a huge opportunity uh, for people just to kind of see. So we're, we're actually, we've signed up. We're going to be in the fair parade this year as well. 
And so we're going to have a float. We've already got decorations. We've already changed ideas multiple times. And it's one of those that you just, whatever you do, you want it to be excellent. So that's where we're, we're working on. But this is what we need. We need people to help us to, to decorate that float, to set it up. Uh, we need people actually to ride on the float, so it could be that could be your job. If you're like, I can't walk, I can't do well. We got a place you can sit and you can just wave and you can look pretty. All right, so that may be you. Some of you thinking I might could do that. All right, so uh, we need some people to sit on the float. And again, this is for old and young. I want kids on there too because obviously, if we're trying to promote Temple and we're trying to get people to come out, they need to understand that we have something for their children as well. So we want children to be on that float. They can be sitting. If, if you don't know about uh, them running around and I can't control them, you can just sit on and you can just squeeze them tight. Wave. Smile. And that can be what you do, okay? So they can, they can ride on the float. And then we have also those that are actually going to be walking. They do not allow you to throw candy and stuff from the float. I guess people's gotten hurt before. I don't know. If it were me, you'd be th- throwing big chunks of candy and just, but you can't throw it from the float, so we need people that can walk, and it can be one of those things where we can change out. If you get tired of walking, you sit on the float, and we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen, but we need people to walk to, to hand out. Uh, we're going to be handing out different prizes, some candy, some invitations, obviously, so we need, we need a bunch of people to be able to do that as well. Um, oh, yeah, we got, it ain't time, sit down, Doyle. All right. Man, this is a fair parade. Come on. Uh, we, Mindy said we also have people to dress up and uh, that, that can do that as well. So uh, this is a little different, though. We will need people. The, the fair parade actually starts at 2 p.m., but we need some people at 9 to, uh, to show up to help us to get the float ready. We're going to have a lot of it built, but we can't really travel with all that because it will blow over, it will break, and it will be all for nothing. So uh, 9 a.m., we need some of you to sign up to help us set that up. And you'll set up behind First Baptist Church. We do not have our spot yet. They don't give that out till like, the week of. But we'll be somewhere behind First Baptist Church to help set up. And then we'll get some of you there a little bit later. We'll have all the times and that stuff for you, too. It'll be probably around 11 to 1 o'clock, somewhere around there. And then the fair parade starts at 2. And literally, we're going to jump on a float. We'll ride down. And then you're going to be done with it. So uh, we have a lot of spots available for that as well. So uh, fair parade, September 29th. All right. How many of y'all love yard sale in here? Woo! Amen. Man, that's like me and my wife's hobby. So on September the 29th at 6 o'clock, we're going to meet at Sportsman's Lake Park for the countywide yard sale. And we're going to meet at the train station there. And we're going to hand out a shopping bag. It's one of the bags that Preacher had the pom-poms in. Um, Hey, I love Jesus. How about you? He loves people. So should you. Amen. All right. Um, We're going to hand those out with an invite. We'll get a chance to yard sale. And we'll get a chance to be a blessing to the community also. So September 29th at 6 o'clock, Sportsman's Lake at the train station. A.M. Amen. I've got two great opportunities for you to serve on September 29th. That's the Saturday. It's from 10 to 2. The first one is going to be enhanceful. We're going to be set up at the, the warehouse grocery parking lot. We're going to be cooking hamburgers and hot dogs and, and, and just giving those out free to the community. We're going to be giving out invite cards. There's one great thing about Hansville is, guys, there's a need there. There's a big college there. A couple of weeks ago, we had some college kids that came by the church and just wanted to know if, if they had a place to worship here. Guys, 
all those kids that go to college there are not from Coleman, and it's rare that people are going to come here. We can't wait on them to come to us. We've got to go out there to them. So we need to be at Hansful. That's going to be Saturday, September 29th from 10 to 2. I need people that are willing to, to grill, people that are willing to just hand the food out and then, and then hand out invites. The second opportunity we have is at Jones Chapel. We're going to be set up in the old Piggly Wiggly parking lot. Uh, every week, Brother Josh goes to Harmony School, and he spreads the word to those kids. But who's not at the schools? The mamas and the daddies. They're not at the schools. So on September 29th, we'll be there from 10 to 2. We're going to be cooking for them also. So I need grillers. I need people that are willing to hand out the food, people that are willing to hand out invites. We're also going to have some inflatables, so we'll need some people kind of monitoring that to make sure everything's safe. Guys, we got to get out there and reach the mamas, the daddies, the mamas, the papas. So please come out and help September 29th, Hansful and Jones Chapel. All right, they saved the best for last, uh, obviously. Uh, so again, September 29th, is an, is a, we're going to have an event on that day as well. It's going to be at 7.30 at night to 9 o'clock at night. We're doing a movie in the park at Depot Park. So uh, this is an awesome event. I don't know if you've ever seen these big inflatable screens before that they show the movies on, but we have one. And just to give you some perspective, it's too big to fit in the gym. All right, so this thing is massive. And uh, we're going to do uh, a day before, we're going to go out and canvas the community, passing out invites for this event. And this is a completely free event. We're going to have popcorn and drinks and things of that nature. We want to pass out invites at that event. And so we need people available to help set up, to help make sure that we keep the place clean, keep, uh, picking up trash and making sure people are getting invites. And you might see a theme here. Uh, everything we're doing is for the community. We're asking for nothing in return. We're just simply going and being a part in the community. Uh, I've heard it said this way. We're being ordinary people doing ordinary things, but with a gospel intent. Um, and so that's really what this whole event is for, this whole community blitz, is we're going out there doing ordinary things, but we're doing it with a gospel intent so that maybe someone will see a friendly face and say, you know what, I'm going to give this a try. Um, and this is an opportunity for you to invite your friends to come to see a movie. I mean, everybody goes sees a movie, so you can invite them to come see a movie, and maybe then they'll encounter some people from Temple that makes them feel a little bit more at ease about coming and being a part of this church. But again, September 29th uh, from 7.30 to 9 o'clock that night, but we're going to set up earlier than that. But if you want to sign up, we have all that detail and stuff there available for you. All right. Give them all a hand, church. Can we miss one? Hey, what, hold on, what, what, where's all the signs at? Were they signed up? All right, so the sign-ups are, there will be signs out in front of the foyer here on the outside. There's actually banners that are stood up, and it has the name of each event, like it says Heritage Park on, on it. On the back, uh, there's the same kind of signs that say different events, so it says Heritage or Yard Sale or uh, Depot Days or whatever. So just find the sign for the event you'd like Every to sign up exit. for. Uh, just the main two exits here. The main two exits. Yes. So yeah. what we're going to do, we're going to lock that door. So if this side over here normally sneaks in over here, you ain't sneaking out. Go that way. Amen. Sign up and be a part. I'm kidding. We ain't locking no door. Fire marshal wouldn't let us. Amen. All right. Let's all stand. Everyone stand. Everyone stand. Everyone stand. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to, all our ushers, ushers, you come up, you come up. We're going to receive our, our offering today. And, 